everyone. This is Jeffrey Kerr. The 78th Golden Globe Awards are upon us. They'll be taking place on Sunday, February 28th at 8pm on NBC. Today, I'm here to give you my predictions for the winners in each of the following film categories. From writing, to directing, to acting, to motion picture. My goal with this is to help anyone out there who's listening do the best they can with their predictions. Though please keep two very important factors in mind. The nominees and winners of the Golden Globes are voted on by about 93 members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Also, while statistics don't always stay completely intact at any awards show, there's still some pretty good rules of thumb to take into account when making your predictions. So without further ado, let's get started. For Best Screenplay, the nominees are The Father, Mank, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. What is worth noting about this slate of contenders is that they are all the five exact same films that are in contention for Best Motion Picture Drama, not to mention that with the exception of Mank, all of the screenplays were written by their directors. As for what I think is going to win, Aaron Sorkin has so far won about two Golden Globes out of seven prior nominations. First in 2010 for The Social Network, then very surprisingly in 2015 for Steve Jobs. He is now back in contention this year with The Trial of the Chicago 7, a movie he also just so happened to have directed as well. Plus, Sorkin is the biggest celebrity out of all the nominees in this category, so that should push him over the edge. The only other contender I can possibly see winning is Emerald Fennell, given that her feature directorial debut, Promising Young Woman, overperformed the nominations. It's not only gotten here, but also Best Motion Picture Drama, as well as an additional bid for her in Best Director, making her one of three women recognized in that category this year. Speaking of Best Director, the nominees in that category are Emerald Fennell, Promising Young Woman, David Fincher, Mank, Regina King, One Night in Miami, Aaron Sorkin, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Chloe Zhao, Nomadland. As I just mentioned, there are three women among the Best Director nominees this year. Not only that, but two of them, Regina King and Chloe Zhao, also happen to be people of color. That alone is such a remarkable achievement. As for my predictions, experts may be settling on Jaw due to Nomadland sweep throughout a lot of the critics' awards that have already taken place, but keep in mind that none of those groups overlap with the Hollywood Foreign Press in any way, shape, or form. Although it is worth noting that through the previous 77 years of Golden Globe's history, only one woman has ever managed to win the Best Director Award, which was Barbara Streisand for Yentl back in 1983. Even as Catherine Bigelow swept throughout the 2009 season for The Hurt Locker all the way to become the first and to date only female filmmaker to have ever triumphed at the Oscars, she still lost the Globe to her ex-husband, James Cameron, for Avatar. Meanwhile, David Fincher's work on Mink appears to have the showiest directing out of all the nominees. 
everything about that film, from the way it looks to the way it sounds, is so authentic to what movies were like back in the day, feeling as if it was made in the 1940s. After all, having the showiest directing appeared to have helped Sam Mendes win this award last year for 1917, a World War One epic designed to look like it was all done in one long continuous shot. So, for all the reasons I've mentioned, I'm predicting David Fincher to win. For Best Supporting Actress, the nominees are Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Colman, The Father, Jodie Foster, The Mauritanian, Amanda Seyfried, Mank, Helena Zengel, News of the World. This is a category that could go in like three different directions. For one, there's Amanda Seyfried, who many experts are predicting to prevail here for her standout performance as glamorous movie star Marion Davies in Mank. She may have been overlooked for a SAG nomination, but a win at the Globes could help keep her Oscar chances alive moving forward. After all, that was part of what helped Regina King in this category back in 2018 when she won both the Globe and Critics' Choice for If Beale Street Could Talk and still managed to win the Oscar despite notable absences from SAG and BAFTA. Then again, Olivia Colman has had three prior nominations from the Hollywood Foreign Press and so far managed to win every single one of them. First in 2016 for her supporting role in the television miniseries The Night Manager, then in 2018 for her leading role in the movie The Favorite, and last year for her starring role on the third season of The Crown. She's back in contention twice this year, not only for her supporting role in The Father, but also for her second and final season as Queen Elizabeth II on The Crown. Either Coleman could win both awards, lose both awards, or win one of the two. I may be only predicting the film categories here, but on the TV side, it is worth noting that Olivia Coleman is up against Emma Korn for her breakout performance as Princess Diana on the fourth season of The Crown. The latter actress could end up winning there instead, or the two could end up splitting their support. So if Coleman doesn't win on the TV side, I could see HFPA members throwing their supports for her over here. However, I'm actually predicting Glenn Close to win. Despite all the bad critical reviews for Hillbilly Elgy, her big transformative performance has consistently been singled out as the best thing about that movie. While Jennifer Lopez wasn't able to overcome being the lone representation in this category last year for Hustlers, it does help that Glenn Close is a far more respected actress than J.Lo ever will be. After all, Glenn did manage to pull a surprise win for Best Drama Actress two years ago for The Wife, despite being the lone representation for that film over the heavily favored Lady Gaga for A Star is Born. For Best Supporting Actor, the nominees are Sasha Baron Cohen, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah, Jared Leto, The Little Things, Bill Murray, On the Rocks, and Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami. Two of the nominees in this category happen to have two major factors working in both of their favors. Leslie Odom Jr. has the visibility of appearing in prominent roles in two of the contenders for Best Motion Picture Comedy Musical, Hamilton and Music, in addition to a standout performance as Sam Cooke in One Night in Miami. Not to mention that he is also nominated in the category of Best Original Song for Speak Now, which he co-wrote with Sam Ashworth for the same movie he happens to be nominated for as an actor. 
Meanwhile, Sasha Baron Cohen has the visibility of reprising one of his most famous characters, Borat, in the Golden Globe-nominated sequel to the 2006 hit comedy, where he's also recognized in the category of Best Actor in a Comedy Musical, in addition to his nominated performance as Abby Hoffman in The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Knowing how the Hollywood foreign press usually likes to spread the wealth among the winners, I think Leslie will be taken care of in Best Original Song, while Sasha will be taken care of here. He's the only acting nominee from such an enormous ensemble piece as The Trial of the Chicago Seven, and it helps that he's not up against a co-star in this category who potentially could have pulled votes away from him. While Sasha Baron Cohen may also have a shot of winning Best Comedy Musical Actor for Borat's subsequent movie film, I think. A win for him here would be even better because we get to see this usually over-the-top comedian in a rare dramatic role. For best actress in a motion picture comedy musical, the nominees are Maria Bakalova, Borat, subsequent movie film; Kate Hudson, music; Michelle Pfeiffer, French Exit; Rosamund Pike, I Care a Lot; and Anya Taylor-Joy, Emma. Many experts are predicting Maria Bakalova to win here for her breakout performance in Borat's subsequent movie film. While I myself haven't seen that nor the first Borat, I can understand why because those who have seen the sequel thought she was the standout. However, there is one very important factor that I think people should keep in mind. A couple times before in a comedy musical acting race this past decade, experts were thinking that a performer in a hit comedy would win the globe, but ended up losing to someone with a more Oscar-friendly role. In 2015, many of us were predicting Amy Schumer to win this award for her breakout film role in Trainwreck, but she lost to Jennifer Lawrence for Joy, a biographical film about Joy Mangano. In 2016, people were thinking Ryan Reynolds could win Best Actor in a Comedy Musical for his blockbuster Deadpool, but he lost to Ryan Gosling for the Oscar contender La La Land. Therefore, I'm predicting Michelle Pfeiffer to win here. She's had seven prior Golden Globe nominations and previously won on the drama side back in 1989 for the Fabulous Baker Boys. So the Hollywood Foreign Press has shown quite a bit of respect for her over the years, and she does have a baity part in French Exit as she plays a widow from Manhattan who moves to Paris with her son and cat with the little money they have left. For best actor in a motion picture comedy musical, the nominees are Sasha Baron Cohen, Borat, subsequent movie film; James Corden, The Prom; Lin Manuel Miranda, Hamilton; Dev Patel, The Personal History of David Copperfield; and Andy Samberg, Palm Springs. Unlike the previous category we just talked about, as well as the next one coming up, there isn't a single contender here who could ideally go on to get an Oscar nomination thanks to a Golden Globe win. Especially the pro-shot taping of Hamilton on Disney Plus, given that it was ruled ineligible by the Motion Picture Academy, but it will be eligible at the Primetime Emmy Awards later this year. Although the former factor, I think, could actually help Lin Manuel Miranda in this category. For one, HFPA members who are probably trying to predict the Oscars with their votes won't have to worry about that if they vote for Miranda, because then it won't even matter that much moving forward. Plus, it helps that the co-lead of his show, Leslie Odom Jr., isn't in contention here. When the two of them dueled for the best lead actor in a musical race at the 2016 Tony Awards, Odom ended up beating Miranda for the win. 
With Leslie out of the way, Lin-Manuel Miranda now doesn't have to worry about getting overshadowed by a co-star. While a majority of experts are predicting Sasha Baron Cohen to win for Borat's subsequent movie film, he already won for starring as the title character 14 years ago, and there has not been a single actor in the history of the Golden Globes who has ever won for both an original film and its sequel. If voters really want to give Sasha something, they have other places to do so, including Best Supporting Actor for The Trial of the Chicago 7, where I do have him winning. Then again, Denton Davidson did write a very interesting piece for Gold Derby about why he thinks everyone should look out for Andy Samberg to pull an upset. One of the things he mentions is how Palm Springs really elevates Sandberg as an actor, even earning himself the best reviews of his career in that movie, which also happened to have been one of the most successful comedies of 2020. For Best Motion Picture Comedy Musical, the nominees are Borat Subsequent Movie Film, Hamilton, Music, Palm Springs, and The Prom. What's interesting to note here is that three of the nominees in this category made it in the top 10 SVOD movie debuts of 2020 in their seven-day launch according to Screen Engine's count, which is really cool. They were Borat's subsequent movie film, which placed at number four, Hamilton, which placed at number three, and The Prom, which placed at number seven. As for what I think is going to win... Hamilton may be a professional taping of a stage production and not an actual movie, but I think that might actually help it stand out from the crowd as the apple in a bag of oranges, or vice versa. What was originally going to be given a nationwide theatrical release later this year instead got released on Disney Plus last summer to keep millions of people all over the world occupied during this global pandemic, especially as live performances of concerts and stage productions got put on hold until further notice. When Hamilton opened on Broadway back in 2015, it quickly became a pop culture phenomenon. With the pro shot taping, more people have been able to see the musical than ever before. As I've already mentioned in the previous category, there isn't a single contender here that could ideally go on to get an Oscar nomination thanks to a Golden Globe win. With Hamilton only being eligible for the Emmys, HFPA members won't have to worry about the former factor if they vote for it. While a lot of experts are predicting Borat's subsequent movie film to win, I think the fact that a sequel might actually hurt its chances. In a world where about 50% of the movies that come out nowadays are sequels, remakes, and reboots, people within the industry are more interested in championing original ideas as opposed to recycled ones no matter what. After all, in last year's Golden Globes race for Best Animated Feature, the nominees consisted of Frozen 2... How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, the photorealistic remake of The Lion King, and Toy Story 4, yet they all ended up losing to Missing Link, which likely benefited from the fact that it was the only nominee that was not a sequel nor a remake that had already been previously awarded by the Hollywood Foreign Press. For Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama, the nominees are Viola Davis, Maraini's Black Bottom, Andra Day, The United States vs. Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. 
First, let me say that the last time I correctly predicted the winner in this category was way back in 2015 when Brie Larson won for Room. Since then, I predicted Natalie Portman to win for Jackie in 2016 instead of Isabel Huppert for Elle. I predicted Sally Hawkins to win for The Shape of Water in 2017 instead of Frances McDormand for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I predicted Lady Gaga to win for Stars Born in 2018 instead of Glenn Close for The Wife. And I predicted Scarlett Johansson to win for Marriage Story last year instead of Renee Zellweger for Judy. So how am I going to do in this category this year? We shall see. Though on to my predictions, before nominations were announced, most experts were predicting Viola Davis to win here for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. However, the film ended up underperforming with only recognition for her as well as Best Actor in a Drama for Chadwick Boseman. Meanwhile, Promising Young Woman exceeded expectations by not only getting Carrie Mulligan nominated, but also bids for Best Motion Picture Drama as well as Best Director and Best Screenplay. If you ask me, I think that movie's overall performance gives Mulligan a strong path towards victory. With Viola Davis, keep in mind that of her five previous Golden Globe nominations, she only managed to win once before back in 2016 for Fences in Best Supporting Actress. Though that year, the Hollywood Foreign Press was helping to put her on the trajectory of winning her very first Oscar, whereas her nomination for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom may not have the same urgency. With Carrie Mulligan, since her breakout role in an education back in 2009, she has given many acclaimed performances that went unnoticed by major awards groups in many different films. Among them were 2010's Never Let Me Go, 2011's Drive and Shame, 2013's Inside Lewin Davis, 2017's Mudbound, and 2018's Wildlife. A few of them even got Golden Globe nominations in other categories, but not for Mulligan. With Promising Young Woman, she's not only back in the awards conversation in a major way, but also with a performance that may be one of, if not her very best. While Frances McDormand has already done very well with critics' prizes for her performance in Nomadland, keep in mind that she only finally just won her first Golden Globe three years ago for three billboards, so I'm not sure if HFPA members have as much urgency to give her a second, especially so soon. It's also worth noting that Frances's work in Nomadland might be seen as too subtle compared to the showier work from Viola Davis and Carey Mulligan. For Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, the nominees are Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman, Maraini's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Gary Oldman, Mank, Tahar Rahim, The Mauritanian. Of the two acting nominations Marini's Black Bottom received, I think it's more likely to win here for Bozeman due to it being his final on-screen performance before dying of colon cancer back in August of last year. Although I do agree with the majority of people who think even if he hadn't died, he'd still be in this conversation because his work in Marini is pretty great. However, I'm actually predicting Anthony Hopkins to win. This is an acting legend who's received seven prior Golden Globe nominations over the years since 1978, yet has never won. He may have received the Cecil B. DeMille Award back in 2006, but it was not a competitive Globe. Even when he won the Oscar for his iconic role as Hannibal Lecter in The Silence of the Lambs back in 1991, he still lost this award to Nick Nolte for The Prince of Tides. While this is clearly the last chance the HFPA members have to award Chadwick Boseman, who knows how many more opportunities are there going to be for Anthony Hopkins to win a competitive Golden Globe, especially for a performance that many people think is right up there as among his very best work. 
I also think there are two more important factors Hopkins has in his favor. The first being that his film The Father is among the five nominees for Best Motion Picture Drama, while Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is not. The second being that compared to Chadwick Boseman, Anthony Hopkins has the more awards-friendly role and performance as he plays an aging man dealing with his progressing memory loss. The Globes have previously awarded actresses for taking on similar roles like Julie Christie in 2007 for Away From Her and Julianne Moore in 2014 for Still Alice, so don't be surprised if Hopkins ends up winning here. For Best Motion Picture Drama, the nominees are The Father, Mank, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. First, let me say that the last time I correctly predicted the winner in this category was way back in 2016 when Moonlight won. Since then, I predicted The Shape of Water to win in 2017 instead of three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I predicted A Star is Born to win in 2018 instead of Bohemian Rhapsody. And I predicted The Irishman to win last year instead of 1917. So how am I going to do in this category this year? We shall see. As for my predictions, Nomadland has proven to be the sweeper throughout a lot of the critics' awards that have already taken place. Sometimes the Globes have gone for that kind of film in these categories, such as The Social Network in 2010 and Boyhood in 2014, even if it didn't mean anything for either one of those movies going forward in the Oscar race. Speaking of Boyhood, I can see Nomadland following a similar trajectory where it's gotten so much acclaim from critics, but it might be seen as overhyped by casual audiences. It would not surprise me if the latter ends up being one of those movies where people feel that was it? Nothing happened by the end. Despite me predicting David Fincher to win Best Director for Mank, I'm not sure if that film could win this category due to detractors who felt the subject matter was too niche for their taste, as well as the fact that it left a lot of them feeling cold. So I'm predicting what is probably the biggest crowd-pleaser out of all the nominees, The Trial of the Chicago 7, to win. When it premiered on Netflix back in October of last year, it made it into the top 20 SVOD movie debuts of 2020 in their 7-day launch according to Screen Engine's count, finishing at number 11. Plus, unlike Nomadland, you can pretty much sit anyone down to watch The Trial of the Chicago 7 and they would definitely feel entertained by it. So the final haul I'm predicting for the latter movie in terms of wins is three awards for Best Motion Picture Drama, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Screenplay. Be sure to watch the 78th Golden Globe Awards on NBC this Sunday night at 8 o'clock. If you love this show, please leave us a review. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash podcast and follow the simple instructions. Feel free to subscribe to wherever you get this podcast. If you'd like to find more content from me, please visit my website, which is www.carereviews.net. You can also find it on Twitter at carereviews and me at Jeffrey Care. Thanks for listening, and I will see you all later.